0: Hello and welcome to the 11 and a bit episode of the Pointy Hatcast. I am your host Sam, also known as Ducky O'Brien on Twitch. And we are joined today by our co-host, fellow wizards, Barry. Hello. And Isaiah. What's up? Alright, today's episode is on the best movie about family, Shazam. Our email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Please send us any questions or comments as well as any requests for movies for us to watch. So far, we have Back to the Future, as requested by Congress. Again, our email is pointyhatcast at gmail.com. Here's the movie intro. Shazam! was released on April 2019 in the U.S. It was directed by David F. Sandberg, who also directed Annabelle. The screenplay was written by Henry Gaden. It stars Zachary Levi, Mark Strong, Asher Angel, Jack Dylan Grazer, and much more. Currently, as of this podcast, it has a Rotten Tomato score of 91% for critics and 84% for audience. Here is the movie blurb. We all have a superhero inside us. It just takes a bit of magic to bring it out. In Billy Batson's case, by shouting out one word, Shazam, the streetwise 14 year old foster kid can turn into the grown up superhero Shazam. Let's get into it. Anyone want to start? Because this movie. Is delightful. <laughs>
1: I thought it was okay. I'm not going to say it was a great movie. It was good. Yes. It was fun. Yeah. I think that it was really refreshing to have a DC movie that has some comedy, some levity, and characters that you like. <laughs> Especially, yeah. you know, Shazam's the first character that, well, I guess Wonder Woman, but. You know, it's the first, one of the first really sympathetic characters. thought that cinematically it was okay. David F. Sandberg is a pretty good director. You can sort of tell in the construction of the movie that he's still a little bit inexperienced, especially Mm -hmm. working Mm -hmm. in this genre and working with probably this budget. Uh, He's always made smaller films, Annabelle, Animal Creation. I believe he got his start as a YouTuber, actually he made some really? little youtube short like li- little really cool. youtube short horror films and then he got picked oh, up by a cool. studio yeah and you can you can tell that he's a horror director uh, from some of the way he shoots and some of the some of the themes yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> i enjoyed it a lot but i i think maybe i take some issue with Zachary levis performance it was okay I think the the Billy Batson is supposed to be what like 15 14 something like that. Yeah. And he kind of yeah. he, he kind of plays the character like n- rather than 15 14 more like 10 11 12. Yeah, yeah like a Yeah, it's a little over exaggerated. he
2: mm-hmm. yeah, he, yeah. he
1: missed the mark by a couple of years. It's not bad, but it's it's a, a little bit distracting. And I think the side characters are probably a little bit underdeveloped, underutilized. Yeah, um, and other than that, it's it's got it's got a charm. It's got a little emotional core there. You can you can relate to the characters. You can understand their motivations. Unlike you know Batman v Superman, <laughs> Suicide Squad. <laughs> unlike Suicide Squad, where suicide you squad? don't oh, man. you hate you hate everyone and don't care or don't know their motivations. I yeah. also like that the family structure is dysfunctional but remarkably positive usually in a story like this it's like oh ev- everything sucks at home or something like that but it's it's pretty positive i like yeah. that it has a positive portrayal of uh the kind of the foster environment although that's not necessarily you know true to true to life yeah um, but totally. other than that like the little the little multicultural uh, foster family thing is it's, it's very an interesting nice. it's an interesting dynamic. <laughs> they they definitely poke fun of it themselves. Uh what was the line like you're you're a crippled crippled home kid in a foster home in a in a group home. What well, what more what 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 better life could you have? <laughs> yeah.
2: It's like oh,
1: okay. I I got you. The action was alright. I like that the third act is basically making fun of Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, whole, I got that. The whole sequence of just making fun of them, and I and I I do appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the movie, and I can recommend this rather than all the other DC movies that I I can't recommend to like anyone. <laughs> yeah, so far, <laughs> so not even uh, Wonder stuff. Woman? Yeah, I mean. Wonder Woman is kind of like a half recommendation. That movie fell apart so badly in the third act that yeah, that is true. Uh, yeah, like it was at it was at a full sprint. It was doing so well and then it fell flat on its face right before the finish line. <laughs> it, it fell it's off so of much cliff. potential.
0: Yeah, <laughs> 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 fell off what, a cliff and uh, got eaten by sharks.
3: Yeah, what'd you think, uh, Isaiah? Oh man, I actually really liked this movie. I was surprised, pleasantly surprised, because. I was not used to dc movies like this i was like wow yeah. i can actually see things <laughs> yeah it's like, not a very dark? miserable nightmare yeah it's not just grime and darkness <laughs> it's like wow this is somewhat enjoyable do you bleed um, <laughs> do you bleed <laughs> uh yeah i i really enjoyed it like i think that as a film it definitely has a lot of weaknesses but still Overall, I really enjoyed it, and it's, like, a fun movie to watch. And I can see why, like, it actually did so well. Yeah, I I guess that I could also say, like, I would recommend this movie to people. I'd be like, this is the best DC movie besides Batman v Superman. (laughs) 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 Just kidding. This is the best, I'd say best DC movie besides Nolan's Batmans.
0: Nolan's, Yeah, those are pretty good
3: sounds.
1: Like, that's probably how... Doesn't count.
3: Doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah, but I think it's, that that's a whole other category in itself. Like, that's not fair to compare it to that. Yeah. Yeah. The message of family. Mm-hmm. And I like how they played it where the message essentially became like sometimes your blood family is not, I guess, like the better family for you. And it spins like a very positive light about, yeah, foster homes and stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe not exactly the most true to life for a lot of people. And, like, their own personal stories. But some people have had really good positive relationships growing up in foster homes. So I felt like this movie was actually a really good representation of that. Yeah. So it was a very refreshing theme, I'd say. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's refreshingly positive.
3: It is. Yeah, yeah. It's not dark. (laughs) So dark. Uh, I think it is dark in some
0: parts. (laughs) So yeah, I'll a lot get of get people would just yeah. die. Yeah. That's so, true. People yeah. just die.
3: People just there's, there's a lot
1: of murder. <laughs> yeah.
3: And they casually just like <laughs> just don't address it.
0: Yeah, they don't address it. So for me, like uh when I was watching the movie, I was expecting it to be bad. Like, I thought it was going to be okay. Because everyone that watched it told me that it's a pretty decent movie. You know, they kind of hesitant to say it was good. But I was like, it can't be worse than Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad. <laughs> and then it subverted my expectations right away in a good way from the very beginning of the movie. It's kind of dark, you know, uh, for something that should be a kid's movie. Like... Right away in the very beginning, the family's bagging on the little kid, the villain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, you'll never grow up to be anything good. You're just terrible. You're blah, blah, blah. There's an was, interesting like, whole... musical yeah. choice
1: choice in that scene too. The oh, yeah. Do you hear what I hear?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't catch that. But uh, now yeah. that you mentioned that, that fits really well. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then it it's pretty dark. Like, And then the, there's a car crash uh it gets paralyzed yeah the dad's paralyzed i saw the horror tropes there where like it always makes you on edge because you you know something's coming but you don't know when it's coming and like the first time you thought it was gonna crash they're like nope everything's fine and then when everything looks fine all of a sudden they get whacked out of nowhere. And I was like, ah, ah there it is. But that was more obvious when, you know, he's later a villain. And then he got the door open to Shazam's place. And the lady psychiatrist just touches the door. And all of a sudden, she just, like, melts. She just boils, <laughs> she boils away. Yeah, she just boils away and <sighs> drops into ash. And it's never addressed. He just walks through. and It's never mentioned again. And I was like, that's a horror scene right there. Yep. Yep. Or like a uh, another part where he's in the bathroom, uh, you know, checking the list of his potential moms, right? All of the his mom's names, like and the addresses listing and off. And it was like a grimy bathroom and slowly zooming in. I don't know, it was building tension for me even though nothing was happening. <laughs> <laughs> I was always on edge. I was like Is something gonna happen, something's gonna it's jump like, oh, out. Man. But you can tell he's a horror director, uh thematic elements like family, belonging, finding yourself, finding acceptance. It was there. It was there. You could follow it. They're developed. It's clear. The narrative's simple and to the point. It has everything that Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad is missing. And coincidentally, it's not directed by Zack Snyder. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> coincidence <laughs> coincidence <laughs> which is coincidence. kind of funny if you get into justice league and aquaman which i also enjoyed those two mm-hmm. movies actually I'm, I'm excited to hear about you guys' opinion on those movies and go over that in a future episode but yeah i thought it was great again like as a movie is it a cinematic masterpiece no but i enjoyed it and i thought that yeah it was a bit rough around the edges because this guy you know he ain't used to it but if i saw it as like the first entry into a series of movies with these characters i think uh there's room for improvement because i saw shazam that shazam league yeah <laughs> no really yeah shazam like apparently they find a seventh person there's like seven worlds they have to watch over each of them and like oh, there's a whole the? story with like the caterpillar at the end mr mind and like oh, the yeah, league yeah. of villains i didn't know who that was i had to look it up and they introduced him so you know there's there's always that possibility of a shazam sequel but yeah i thought it was well done i thought it was smartly done um i know the side characters weren't weren't fully developed but i figured that was for time's sake and they did the smart move of just kind of putting everything on the sidekick the cripple <laughs> Like, they they gave him the most attention, and then they gave mm-hmm. everyone else a little bit of time. But then, going forward in future movies, I think they could develop these characters more. Also, that little girl, Darla, she was so cute. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Usually, I find those characters annoying, but she nailed it for me, at least. I was like, oh, it's so adorable. I wish I had a baby sister like that. And also, she would make a terrible superhero. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like what five yeah yeah
0: i wish when they grew up into their superhero forms they would stop acting like kids a little bit more you know then it would make more sense
1: yeah they've the portrayal of shazam in comic books has been a little bit uneven over time sometimes he acts entirely like an adult and then people remember that he's a kid and then you know stuff like that It, it depends on who's writing him in general this is pretty close to the classic portrayal of shazam
0: mm, okay
3: yeah i felt like when they did the first transition like when everyone becomes uh like their adult superhero forms for me that was super jarring i was like uh i don't know if i like this <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah that shot was was a little bit a little bit weird for me too mm-hmm. i'm not sure exactly what it was maybe just just the the lens or something but it felt it felt a little bit off like I've said, uh, the the a lot of the little like the camera angles or the way something's cut or the way he shoots things, you can kinda of tell that he's mm-hmm. not used to working in this space yet. I think it's a great first attempt. Um totally. he'll probably he'll probably grow into it, I think. Yeah, I think. That's, David that's, F. Sandberg yeah, is pretty yeah. pretty solid. Absolutely. But there were some there's some really great shots, like the convenience store that <laughs> that that, wa- that wide shot of him is just so funny and then he mm-hmm. steps away and then and the kid is just sitting behind him yeah <laughs> oh i'm like some of
0: your
3: finest beer <laughs> i love how he asks at the counter like it's a bar yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
0: that part i thought they nailed yeah. it where you know you got some teens early teens and they're like let's go mm-hmm. try some beer and then they're like uh, this is gross. And then they just get like Red Bull. I don't know if they're sponsored by Red Bull or not, yeah. <laughs> but he's always drinking all... Red Bull. When in it doubt, it's
1: product placement.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's Anything with the obnoxious. Yeah,
2: it wasn't obnoxious.
3: Yeah, I love the immediate following Rocky references when they're oh, yeah. up yeah. on the steps and they're just yeah. talking about Rocky too, <laughs> and then they tie back to that later on when. He actually does do the Rocky pose and he's like throwing lightning and then the bus crashes because of him. Yeah. Yeah. Lightning uh, from my hands. <laughs> 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 he just like has his own music and whatnot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the bus the bus scene kind of highlights an issue with uh, the DC universe. Marvel mm-hmm. have done a really good job of building baking very believable physics into their movies like when you when when iron man punches a guy you're like man that felt real real it's part sound design part cinematography part just care and how they animate everything but the issue with the bus scene is like the bus wonky well it's a little bit wonky in the way it drops Mm -hmm. and the way it holds Yeah, yeah and then and then, like it's it's the classic uh, uh, dilemma of they dropped fifty feet, regardless of the fact that he stopped them, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He he yeah, ba- yeah. basically prevented them from dropping an additional three or four feet, right? So <laughs> so they're still all pretty messed up, all right? That's not mm-hmm. that's just physics. They they still fell all that kinetic energy, you know, and it's they not hit good the, for the organs. Bus. Yep, <laughs> and then like. It was well shot, which is which makes it forgivable. Like when they're all plopping down to the front of the bus and he throws like the (laughs) mattress down and the guy just looks at him like, Are you kidding me?
3: With the dog (laughs) in the background. He's like,
2: move, move.
1: Yeah. And then and then when he's holding the the bus, it's just like he's got his palms like on the glass. I'm like, I don't think that's load bearing glass. But definitely not hold. It's like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's this isn't that kind of movie but yeah, it's not. i would like yeah. to see them
0: take more care with stuff like that so that it doesn't pull you out of the moment you know yeah that's that's one thing i noticed uh you know watching justice league and aquaman as well is that marvel did a fantastic job of putting these directors in like you said these smaller directors and actors because they're cheaper, but also giving them enough support <laughs> and like integrating them into the MCU where everything seems kind of seamless. You, you kind of see the inner workings less. It just seems like a smooth product. Whereas with the DC universe, you, you kind of see it more. It's like very inconsistent. The movies themselves and how the movies kind of connect to each other. It's all over the place. Yeah, like absolutely. The, yeah, like the tone and feel of Shazam. And, like, how it fits into the universe completely different than Aquaman. <laughs> like, everything's all over the place. And, like, you can, even in the movie itself, is kind of, the pacing's a little, little off.
3: Yeah. Another thing, too, that helps bring in, because I remember you guys were talking a lot about. Yeah. Or we were just mentioning how, like, in the Discord, how it feels like such a miscast having, like, Amber Heard and, what was the other guy's William name? William Dafoe. Yeah, William Dafoe in, like, Aquaman. I think another reason why Marvel is so successful is because of literally one woman. Her name is Sarah Finn. Oh, yeah, she's brilliant. She's been the casting director for every single Marvel movie, I think, besides the first Hulk movie.
0: Wow, okay.
3: So that's why all the actors and, like, yeah, everything feels so seamless. Yeah, they fit. And it feels like they fit inside the world, whereas in... Like DC, I feel like it's very, very inconsistent in terms of who the actors are and the roles they play. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ben Affleck Batman. I'm still I'm still not feeling the Ben Affleck Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: like Batfleck though.
3: I don't I'm not a huge fan. Christian Bale is always my uh Ooh. for me, he will have my heart forever.
0: What if it was Johnny <laughs> Depp? <laughs> That would well, be a different no. movie. <laughs> it's <laughs> going no, absolutely to absolutely not. It's
1: going to be the pale vampire guy from the oh, Twilight series. Uh, that's that's the new one. Edward? Are, are you serious right now? <laughs> yeah, I'm one hundred percent serious. That's what they've cast. I, who? Uh, Snyder? <laughs> uh, I don't know who cast him, but that, he's going to be Batman now. Uh, yeah, apparently uh, he's Batman. Batman
3: now, and that's gonna.
1: I guess. It, I, great. guess it kinda, I guess it kind of. I guess it kind of makes sense. He's a. He's a pale vampire guy, and you now he's gonna be bad. He lives in a lives in a cave,
3: never sees the light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vampire Batman. No, like, see, this this is the problem
0: because Shazam. I think they did a fantastic job. I think it's funny because I think the director just used people from Annabelle because the girl Mary is also from Annabelle. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. oldest daughter. Yeah, mm-hmm. so <laughs> that that's kind of funny. But then. You look at the list of people that Schneider wanted for Batman v Superman, and it doesn't fit the characters. <laughs> let, let me look up. There were some of them that were so bad, like Angelina Jolie for Wonder Woman, and I was like,
3: That what? No,
0: <laughs> no, please. <laughs> She's Tomb Raider. What do you mean? <laughs> yes, yeah, she could Tomb Raider. Yeah, fine. That's fine. But like Wonder Woman, Uh okay, whatever. Or uh, let's see, what's another one that threw me off? Okay, I don't have the list in front of me, but uh, Bradley Cooper for Flash, that would have been perfect. That would have been I pretty it good. didn't work out.
3: I would, I, yeah, I think that would have been entertaining. Yeah. But Bradley Cooper as Rocket is... It's ace. That, it's
2: That's completely
1: amazing. ace.
3: Yeah. Top tier. Top tier. A-class. A-class
1: class. A class.
3: A class S S-class. S-class S-class.
0: Oh, okay, okay. S-class. But one, th- one thing I did notice... Uh, I don't know if it's true or not, but I feel like they're mm-hmm. slowly kind of trying to edge away from Snyder and giving these smaller directors uh, a little bit more wiggle space to do. No, it's one hundred percent
2: true. You're on the money. Right?
0: Okay, yeah, because yeah. I feel like if you watch the other movies, because we're gonna talk about Justice League and Aquaman later too, but like this movie felt completely different. It didn't feel like it was in love with itself and just miserable like Snyder's movies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the tone was a way different. You don't want it to be way, way different though. You know, it's, it has to be consistent with all the other movies. Yeah, yeah. But uh holy cow, it was refreshing.
1: Yeah, they uh I'll talk about this a little bit more when we talk about Justice League, but I'm pretty sure Snyder's out.
3: Forever?
2: Completely. Uh, I'm not
1: I'm not Whoa. sure about completely, but they definitely somebody in a position of power has recognized the Problem. <laughs> <laughs> wow, three the problem. movies
0: later, you
1: think? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll, I'll mention it briefly wow. here, but, I mean, they okay. brought in... Everybody knows that they brought in Joss Whedon uh, onto yeah. Justice League. And That's going to be amazing. They they didn't do it later in the production. They they did it f- fairly, uh, about halfway through. He came in to kind of punch up the script, add in some humor,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then... At some point, and there's more to say about this, but at some point, they, they had Zack Snyder retire to the farm, and Joss Whedon <laughs> um, came in and not only did the script, he started doing reshoots. Yeah, he uh, shot like
0: 30% of the movie.
1: Yeah, reshoots, really? edits. Anytime you see Superman with a weird uh, rubber lip, that that's a reshoot. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the tell the cgi i was mustache. like is that henry cavill why does it look so different
1: <laughs> yeah that that, that, fuck, that, yeah. that man it's it's real distracting uh because he was contractually obligated to keep a beard for mission impossible which he was filming at the time so <laughs> so that's why yeah, yeah that's why they couldn't do it with sense. prosthetics or you know they just make it like a deep fake or something Instead, so they had to do that crappy cgi lip It cost reportedly like four million dollars or something yeah
2: it
3: cost a few mil just to be able to do that god imagine if that was your job just sitting at your desk animating frame by frame trying to get every hair of the mustache out god i hope i got paid i would quit immediately (laughs) it's like man when i became an animator i aspired to be this artist making wonderful movies (laughs) hair. (laughs) Here I am removing Harry Cavill's mustache hair by yeah. hair. <laughs> it's, uh, uh,
1: it's not great. That's unfortunate. But, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit deeper later on. It's, just, it's worth mentioning here. But, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, bringing in David F. Sandberg is a great choice. I hope yeah. they bring in more interesting directors. What has what, what he
3: worked on? Hmm? David S. Sandberg?
1: Yeah, I mean, he, he, he came off of Annabelle
3: creation i think you know what if they Stringies. only use
0: horror directors because the
3: director <laughs> be for aquaman is also a horror director
1: <laughs> i mean it's 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 a pretty common thing it used to be even more Has common. He done
3: anything outside of horror nope really
1: yeah it used to wow, be much so more common where her directors would make like a little horror films like little b horror films as a kind of like a proof of concept and then they would be elevated into, like, a more yeah, serious yeah. role. And it's kind of coming back into the light now. And, like, you have, who was it, uh, Key, was made, who did, he did like, uh, Lights Out and Us. And he's getting, like, a lot more directorial roles. He's directing The Twilight Zone, I think, at the moment. Okay. Um, that series. Ooh. And then you have, like, David F. Sandberg. Um, a few of the directors from Marvel have also come from horror, I think. Really?
3: You know what
0: that means, right? We huh. have to make horror movies now. Yeah, that's I our mean, that's it's, our end. That's
3: how you make your way. Yeah, it's
0: a solid. And then we'll find pointy hat guy. That's how we do it.
1: <laughs> he'll be the he'll be the lead now. It will. Yeah, it's a good genre to get your feet wet in because, like, the, you you can you can really punch up emotions with horror. They're generally very cheap to make.
3: That is true. Yeah, like the Blair Witch Project. Yeah, it cost yeah. like
1: five
0: dollars.
3: <laughs> They're like, here's a bunch of tents. All right. We're giving each of you a camera. Have fun. <laughs> yeah, here's
0: the camcorder.
3: <laughs> yeah, Found footage.
1: You can do a lot with very little in the horror genre as opposed to, like, a big tentpole superhero or sci-fi fa- fantasy film. Because takes a lot of it millions. is
3: about what you don't show in yeah. horror. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a big part of, like, making compelling horror films is the soundtrack and, yeah, not showing the audience things.
1: Yeah, it's a good way to test a director's chops. Like, give them a camera, give them a cast, a little bit of money, and see what they can make of it. I'm happy that that's kind of come back because it's giving us interesting directorial choices like this, and yeah. uh, it looks to be that that that's the road forward, right? It's how uh, these giant mega corporations are going to make movies. Just get a director for real cheap. <laughs> <laughs> throw us, some cast, the crew, and then and then make a uh, make turn out movies and make a bajillion dollars. Mm.
0: Yeah, Aquaman made over a billion gross worldwide. It just blows my mind. Totally. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: it's kind of incomprehensible to me. Yeah. Uh, I guess Justice League didn't do enough damage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I I like Justice League though. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get into that later. I wanted to hate it, but I couldn't going back to shazam though uh yeah the family theme though i i I really did like the family theme because yeah it was kind of realistic like it's not saying that it's nice or it's good it's more like this is all you got and it's up to you to accept it or not and make the best of it and that's oftentimes the case for anyone for any situation in life like it's never gonna be ideal and you're always looking for this this fairy tale happy ending and you don't get it. And it's just like, well, this is home <laughs> you can choose to call it home or just keep running away looking for something that doesn't exist. Yeah. And I thought it was such a different kind of theme or moral or like dress in a movie where usually you get a fairy tale happy ending, whereas in this case it's like, oh, it kind of sucks, the but it's not was that in you bad. All along.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Also, I, I really like the the mom and dad characters.
3: Um, I love the mom and dad characters.
0: Yeah, like they they're just trying their best because they're foster kids too in the movie, and they understand, and they're honestly just trying their best to provide a place where they do their best to love these kids, and you know, hopefully. They accept it, and I don't know. It felt like this guy knew some foster kids, or kind of experienced these same kind of feelings growing up, and having a movie like based on that, it was great. <laughs> it's like Fast and the Furious. It's 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 about family. <laughs> it's
2: about family. <laughs> about family.
0: It's actually about family. We should family. do the Fast and the Furious movies yeah. next. <laughs> And the, and the writing for that is also prevalent because in the very beginning it's very humorous when the wizard guys like, touch my staff and my pow- power will flow through you and, and my power like a, will flow yeah, through yeah and you. The Billy Batson's like you <laughs> because <laughs> it's like it sounds dirty you know <laughs> yeah just like you <laughs> yeah you it's like you but then it's like I open up my heart to you right and then <laughs> and then like. and at the end it's mirrored because then it's for for them for him to win he has to open up his heart to these foster brothers and sisters accept them Mm -hmm. and then power comes through that you know he literally said my brothers and sisters the thrones thrones are empty right and he's like oh i got brothers and sisters here if i accept them then i don't have to defeat this bad guy by myself the bad yeah. guy being just life in yeah. general, because it—they're the seven deadly sins. So, <laughs> you're navigating yeah, life, was, yeah, 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 navigating life through the power of family.
1: It's almost like when you set up an emotional beat and pay it off later. it yeah. makes a good movie. <laughs> yeah! Wow! Wow!
0: Wow! wow. wow. Crazy. What was the emotional beat again for Batman v Superman?
3: Martha. <laughs> Martha.
0: <laughs> That's right. They show so many scenes.
3: That's my mother's With, name. <laughs>
0: yeah, dude. Do you know what pisses me off? Because you know that uh, they're paying off for that scene because mm-hmm. in every scene where Batman's parents died, it's always Martha because you don't care about the dad. In fact, you don't even yeah. know his name if you're not paying attention 100%. Based It's on Thomas the movie. Wayne. I know it's Thomas <laughs> Thomas the Train. <laughs> but Thomas like, the Tank. Yeah, yeah, Thomas the Tank. But, like, there's, uh, you know, the dad says Martha, and they show that a couple of times. When Batman has a nightmare, oh, uh, you yeah. see Martha on, on a tombstone. Like, it's always Martha. The name's there. It's prevalent. And then the scene comes, and then it's like, oh, how do you know Martha? She's my mom, and you're just like, this is you're- stupid.
1: Your eyes just roll into <laughs> yeah. the back of your head. Yeah. Like, oh, wow. That's so intelligent. I saw intelligent. all the
3: memes going into yeah. that, and I was still unprepared for how bad it was. Yeah, like, right? <laughs> when it came, I was like, oh, God, this is even worse than I imagined.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's the problem with Snyder, because he's like, oh, this is awesome. This is deep. This is smart. But, like, oh, you don't man. really develop the mom character, like Martha Wayne, I don't know oh, she relationship? Is and why like she's yeah the way. relationship, yeah why she care. Whereas yeah. if you look at Shazam, I I know exactly why, and they didn't spend much time on it. But you're like, this little boy lost his mom and he's so guilty because he thought that it was his fault, right? She left him obviously. He didn't want to accept it, but she, he thought it was his fault. And that's Mm -hmm. just a sad thing. And, like, you feel for this character. It's not perfect, you know. It's not perfect in any way. The writing, the acting, all of that. But, like, compare that to Batman v Superman and the Martha scene. Oh, this wins an Oscar. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. This
1: movie might as well be a masterpiece in comparison. (laughs) Honestly,
3: though.
2: Oh, my. Yeah. It's just because
1: they used basic cinema so but, yeah so Create Characters that have pathos And relatability Set up emotional mm-hmm. beats for them And pay them off later N- Don't shoot your movie Like it's a miserable nightmare <laughs> <laughs> You know It's, it's just cinema one and 101 right
2: Yeah
3: uh, uh, I remember watching Batman v Superman And I was just like Gotta turn the brightness All the way up <laughs> Is there anywhere <laughs> I, I, I can, can create the saturation
1: the On my TV <laughs> No, so no, i can you don't, see you what's understand.
0: happening it's like the same people uh it's the same response that the game of thrones people gave and it's like all oh, your tvs aren't set correctly you're not watching it right yeah, it's not too oh dark my. you just don't understand it you just don't understand a cinematic masterpiece Yeah, we're
3: just all too dumb to understand how exactly. genius batman v superman <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: is <laughs>
0: Clearly, do you know what blows my mind? There are people out there who saw Justice League and said, this is a garbage movie because of Joss Whedon. We want Snyder back. We want the three-hour Snyder cut because whatever (laughs) Whedon did made it so much worse. And I was like, are you insane? (laughs) There are people out there who's going to watch Shazam and say, this wasn't directed by Snyder. It's trash. I'm nah. not gonna Which watch. Which is this funny because
1: Zack Snyder has sole directorial credit. <laughs> I know. I know. Really, so we didn't. Josh, nope. he not even mentioned. We, we not just, credited.
0: We didn't we, get zero credit. Yeah, he chose not to be credited. Oh, I don't know if he chose to do it or not, but yeah, he's like he's not credited. Even though he did direct most. Uh, Maybe he, most he was of like a lot of it. Oh,
3: I polished I would love. this garbage piece of turd. Yeah, but it's still I, a piece I of turd, so I will not put my name I've, on it.
1: I've literally polished the turd until it shone. Yeah, and now uh, I refuse to put. I wonder if he refused to put his name on it, or if it was a studio decision.
2: Mm, I can see I him refusing know.
0: to just do it.
3: I could see him refusing to yeah, yeah put his name on it.
0: I mean, yeah. after like going public with his, with him not liking Marvel, uh, I, c- I can imagine being like, "I'm done with this. I'm out of
3: here." <laughs> yeah, that that was what, a messy What divorce. did he do Marvel wise? Uh, Age of Ultron and Avengers One. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, and then the Russo brothers were the later. Um, yeah. They inherited. Films. They inherited his throne. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Apparently, yeah. it was like he, he was dealing with too much stress from filming that uh, he we, just wanted to retire. We didn't just.
1: Right? Yeah, we didn't. He was. It was a. It was a messy shoot, and then. Um, he just hated working with the, uh, like the Marvel think tank, like the creative committee, not, not Kevin Feige, uh, the CEO of the, of Disney essentially created this creative committee of, of of dickheads who make decisions (laughs) like, uh, uh, female, they, they disallowed females as main characters as like their first rule. So, so you, they they what? didn't want a female superhero. They didn't want a female supervillain. Okay.
3: Is that that's, why it took so long to get both of those?
1: <laughs> yeah, and also they didn't want a female director. Okay, so they were just straight up yikes, like misogynists. Yeah. <laughs> they were straight up sexist. I don't know why. I mean, but that's that. Those were their directives, and they had like they were very argumentative with like Joss Whedon. Um, they're part yeah, of the reason. Yeah, they're part of the reason why Thor: Dark World was a mess. They're part of the reason um, why why Ant Man the director left Ant Man. Um, Uh, Patty Jenkins was originally supposed to direct Thor, two. Dark World. Yeah, Patty Jenkins was originally supposed to do that. It's why um, that
3: would have been a very interesting film. Yeah, I would have watched that. Yeah, that would be really good. That would have been
1: great. She was supposed to be the mm-hmm. director. Um, it's why, uh, what's her name? Natalie Portman. Thor, Natalie Portman. It's why she came back for Thor two, and then the creative committee said, "No, we want a male director." Wow! And, and they fired her, um, and then she went on to be- make, you know, Wonder Woman. So they're, mm-hmm. they're idiots. Yeah. Well, why
0: just specify it based on gender and not like skill or like merit?
1: I don't know. They're dumb. Okay. I'm sure there's a lot more context to this. I'm kind of simplifying it. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, Kevin Feige has recently been able to kind of wrest power away from them, which is why we got, like, uh, Captain Marvel and, you know. Oh, Thor okay. okay.
0: Captain Marvel's not a good. <laughs> <laughs> it
3: wasn't great, but at least, at least we got just a female think, I'll superhero. I'll just Thor Ragnarok as the shining example
0: yes, Thor Ragnarok, yeah, Captain Marvel strong Cap- female
3: villain yeah, that's what we
0: wanted, yeah, Kate Blanchett
1: what a what a great villain, just hamming it up
3: yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, so good <laughs> so good and like uh
0: yeah, Captain Marvel, though, I think he went too far.
2: Uh, if it was,
3: I think if it was just a buddy cop film And they really stuck with that That would have been Heck, an amazing movie Yeah, buddy cop I, would have, mean, like, I would have loved that yeah. Dude have just,
0: Taika in on
3: that Oh man if, Yeah <laughs> if, it would
0: just, be like, if, no if it was just If it just them like yeah.
1: hanging out on earth Yeah And like having little misadventures It would, be, it would have been a better film That but.
0: would be amazing
1: It's like stop blowing up jukeboxes keep <laughs> keep getting kicked out of bars <laughs>
0: that would have been amazing but yeah
1: okay back back to Shazam anyway that was yeah, kind of back a long tangent. kind of a long tangent but it's okay it's okay. It's just it's just talking about like the biz, like the, the super mega giants business that's behind all these movies you know yeah. and and when you see casting choices and you see directorial choices you kind of read between the lines and understand kind of what's going on
0: Totally. I mean, you hate to see, yeah, the money, but it's always there.
1: I want to yeah, talk about the conference room scene because I really liked it and how, how violent it was. Oh, yeah. And it's the, yeah. Dude,
3: that... I was... I was not prepared for that. I was like, "Wait, this is not the movie I thought it would be." Yeah, right. Like you, th- you think it's like this kid-friendly movie, and so much death.
1: <laughs> no, you're, com- dude. You're completely wrong. This is the scene that convinced me that I could recommend this movie to children.
0: Really?
1: What? <laughs> this is okay. what children need: is horrifying violence.
3: Uh, okay. <laughs> it's what
1: children need, Sam. Uh, Oh, it was so violent. I mean, when I was a kid, I watched, like, Robocop, and I was scarred for, like, a month. (laughs) Okay, actually, you're
0: right. You got a good point there. You got
3: a good point.
1: It was great. I, I watched, when I was a kid, I watched, like, Robocop, alien <laughs>
3: uh terminator like, Man, that's so true that too yeah yeah and like shotgun scene where he shoots die
1: hard mm-hmm. where, where just people are getting murdered and ripped apart <laughs> i'm like this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> i'm five
0: <laughs> yep. or like right. oh my god i'm scarred for life <laughs> yeah
1: that's what kids need dude okay, so don't, okay. don't raise them on this on this family friendly whatever nonsense no Kids need horrifying violence. You're that's right. John Wick them.
0: Two. That's what they need. Exactly. <sighs> Perfect kids yes. John Wick Three. That's John kids Wick Three. Film ever made. I mean John Wick yeah. Three. Sorry, John Wick Three, not John Wick Two.
3: God.
1: But that scene was so like, like this this giant gargoyle monster just bites somebody's head off and throws their body out the window. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's just lovely. <laughs> just lovely.
3: <laughs> and I, I and, do appreciate yeah. the shock value, though. Yeah. yeah, and you could yeah. tell it's a horror movie
0: because they do that scene where the guards outside—it's like oh, normal—and then he's like, "Oh my god, what's happening?" And then people are like trying to escape by hitting the conference wall, and it's like the semi-transparent yeah, yeah. thing, or just like their bodies are against it—that kind of scene. And I was like, "Holy cow, dude! Just imagine if this was a full horror film. <laughs> like you could, you could see it."
1: Yeah, you're just like no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the that would be a wild ride away, if Shazam you know, was
3: like, an actual like full-on yeah. horror film. Yeah, full-on oh. horror. <laughs>
1: that's what we need.
3: <sighs>
1: well, we were going to get that New Mutants movie, which looked like a straight-up horror film, but I think yeah, that, it does. I think that's gone. I don't. Know. I haven't oh, really? heard anything about what, it. That, I think it's been canceled.
0: Right. What? No way! I thought it was coming out. That's soon. so sad.
1: I think since Disney purchased Fox, they they may have looked at the film and said, "No,
3: <laughs> we will not put our name on this." Uh, this is... So far,
0: it's scheduled for twenty twenty, April twenty twenty, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe you're they'll right. just scrap the
3: whole project and stuff no, again.
0: No, I think you're you you got a point there because usually they always like advertise it. You know, they put some marketing behind these movies
3: oh yeah disney puts a lot of money advertising their films
0: maybe it'll be like a straight to dvd movie
3: <laughs>
1: straight to disney Straight plus. to disney plus yeah
3: <laughs> i'm actually kind of hyped for that though disney plus like, as a streaming platform like i'm not yeah i hate, I
1: hate the entire idea of it um, really because it's gonna just it's just further further fragmenting uh streaming yeah. There's yeah, so there's just too true. many services, man. And now that Disney owns yeah. Fox, the number of properties that they could potentially f- pull away from Netflix and Amazon Prime and all the other ones, Hulu is staggering. It's staggering the number yeah. of movies that will suddenly become un- unavailable on third-party platforms. And but- Every fucking network has their own streaming platform now. ESPN streaming, NBC, yeah. NBC Plus. They're uh, gonna make their own
0: platform. ABC, At, HBO.
1: Yeah, HBO streaming. Um, Hulu, Netflix. It's it's too Amazon. much. Voodoo, there was a there was sling. a golden area. There was like a golden era when you could just pay like maybe thirty f- bucks a month for like a couple streaming services to get the programming you wanted, and now there's so many. Okay, nobody's going to sign up for 20 different streaming platforms, okay? Yeah, that's exactly the point. It's ridiculous. Yeah, like,
3: but, all right, counterpoint, uh-huh. I think that this will be a new golden age of content. Because with the creation of all these streaming platforms, in order to increase viewership and bring in new viewers to their platforms, I think a lot of shows will step out in new and interesting directions in order to... Like create new content, refreshing content to bring people that is exclusive to their um, streaming platforms. So I think that with this new period, like there will be a lot of new spin-off Disney TV shows. There will be a lot of new Amazon Prime specials. There will be a lot Actually, of new yeah. like, Hulu already, TV shows.
1: There already yeah, are, are. but
3: They're already doing, but I think that
1: but we're not gonna get that. I'm not. I'm not signing up for twenty streaming services to watch. <laughs> like I'm not gonna sign up for NBC Plus to watch Star Trek no, no, Discovery. No, no. Your because your point is very valid. Because first of all, Star Trek to Discovery is a garbage show. Um, <laughs> oh, it's 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 terrible. And then they're they're gonna have the the Picard show. Star oh, Trek yeah, Picard. yeah, yeah, that's
3: right.
1: Which is also gonna be terrible based on the trailer and the and the production staff. It's gonna be Alex Kurtzman. <sighs>
0: It's gonna be yeah. lost. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it's <laughs> gonna be like it's gonna be like Lost or like the Star it Trek was movie. It's only just a dream. Um, yeah, the Star Trek movie perfect, was fine as yeah. as a movie, but for a series format, it's gonna be terrible.
3: I love the Star Trek movies. Like yeah, the I like ones. them. But They're very entertaining. That's,
1: that's really? not the tone for for like a, for like a series, right? Yeah, yeah I like no. Next
0: Generation was my favorite. I watched Voyager. It's I watched like too a much of the original. Yeah, Deep Space well, those... Nine
1: those those series are wonderful and extremely boring and, and nobody's <laughs> yeah. gonna watch them anymore, I think. But I don't know. Yeah, it's I kind think, of true. I think the whatever they do with those shows is just gonna be bad. And then you have like a, what is it, Doom, Doom Patrol for Doom the Patrol? DC, for the D C streaming app? I'm sure well, you've I seen have for, no idea what I'm that sure is. you've seen ads nope. for the it's nope. like a cheap superhero team up ensemble like show. Is it Patrol? like
3: Netflix, where they had the Defenders, and yeah, it was like uh, something like that, like B C list heroes team <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, you got you have there
1: are like tons of shows like, like exactly like that that you've never heard of that exist solely in these niche streaming platforms, and we're never gonna see them because I'm not signing up for that crap.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh the Amazon one, I'm I'm kind of interested in. Uh, what is it? The Boys.
1: Uh, with Carl, I'm only interested in it because it has Carl Urban, huh? and he's great.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, they're kind of mocking superheroes. So if they oh do a fantastic job with it, I'm down. It's it Amazon gave me the,
3: some good stuff, like yeah. Mister Robot, incredible. <laughs>
0: they had what Man of the
1: High Castle. Uh, they had okay. the Grand Tour, which was fun. They have lots of lots of original content that's that's done very well, and they're not afraid yeah. to throw a hundred bajillion dollars at it because they, they just print money all day. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> but a uh, lot of them are like yeah. smaller directors, cast without any real acting experience and they just throw money at them. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. <laughs> like, that's the content that I want to watch, right?
1: Absolutely. But yeah. the, I mean, the, I'm, I'm okay with the Amazon one just because I'm already a filthy consumerist and I
0: already have a Prime account.
3: Oh. <laughs> Same. I'm, Sam, I'm
0: not okay with it. I'm slowly trying to not shop at Amazon because of Sam. Your whole livelihood richer.
3: is sponsored by Amazon.
0: I know <laughs> we're being sponsored by Amazon. Prime. It's like, <laughs> do you accept turning everyone into basically a slave labor force I'm like, Oh, all right, all right. As long as I get paid for it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> as
3: long as well,
0: I'm, I'm getting paid, right? right? <laughs> we're
1: not. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know what else is there to say about this film except it's just you know a fun. It's a, it's almost quaint. It's a, it almost feels yeah. old. Feels old fashioned at this point. Just yeah, a, that's a bare really bones, put a, like a bare bones origin story. That's just fun, and has has all the little scenes where they're playing with their powers and figuring it out. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> wow! It's been like twenty years since I've seen a movie like this. It's Not since uh, <laughs> Spider-Man to, with Tobey Maguire, right?
3: Oh, Tobey <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Maguire Spider-Man. Yeah, Tobey Maguire.
0: <laughs>
1: in fact i uh, yeah, got a no. lot of toby Maguire spider-man vibes from this movie i felt i feel like sandberg might have been taking yeah. a lot of inspiration from it
0: yeah for no. me i thought it was uh it was great it was the whole package everything is developed pretty fully it doesn't really skip over anything like all aspects of the movie are there it's very solid the narrative again very simple the acting is pretty solid you know, it's not very consistent at parts, but overall, as a whole, I think it's fantastic. It, I think, it captures kind of the imagination of a kid a little bit, and what it's like to be a superhero and just wanting to belong. And I think they do a fantastic hmm. job with it.
1: I think the only thing I have left to talk about is that that final scene, the final action scene. It's okay.
3: Yeah, it's just uh, the
1: the. The best part about it is how they make fun of the Batman v Superman garbage. Yeah, that is so stuff. good. With a <laughs> little kid
2: like smashing
1: Batman and Superman together. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll give you a little, little, little tiny clap there. <laughs> tiny clap. Or I,
3: that. I loved when they're like a yeah. mile away from each other and they're just yelling, and he's like, "I will destroy you." And he's like, uh, yeah. What? <laughs> he's like, you You're like a your mile away. I don't oh. hear anything. <laughs>
1: You're
0: like, yeah, I'm oh, so far away.
3: I love how they <laughs> yeah. subvert that trope. So oh, dumb. yeah, that
0: was good. I was just making fun of all these superhero movie tropes. <laughs> you know,
3: it's, yeah, and the film does a lot of that, and I really yeah. am thankful and enjoy that. They subvert and make fun of a lot of superhero yeah, they, tropes.
0: Yeah, they did do a lot of that. Also, the humor in this movie is very dark, but also like childlike and dark at the same time, where... They're testing out if he has powers or not, and they're at the convenience store trying to buy a beer, right? And he's getting robbed, and they shoot him, and it's like he's bulletproof, right? And then Freddy's like, like, "Oh, shoot his face! Shoot him in the face! Yeah, <laughs> we gotta see if it's a costume or not." And then they shoot him in the face, and then he's like, "Oh, your skin is bulletproof." But what, what if he wasn't? He would have died. <laughs> just died. Yeah, he would That would have been a great it, movie, right yeah, there. That would have been funny.
2: Like it would have
3: been. Tragic and horrifying because the guy got shot in the face but, like, and then the, the next like hour last you know hour of the film is just them at the funeral yeah at the funeral <laughs> that'd be <Uh-oh>. so dark <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: but the humor's so dark oh. there but like as a kid you don't really think about the consequences you know <laughs> just how a kid thinks
1: yeah did you catch the uh the big reference when they're running through like on the, the uh, pianos mall? yeah the piano keys
3: <laughs> Oh no! I didn't. I caught that. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yep. Um.
1: Yeah. That, there was also another little little Easter egg slipped in there where he throws the Batman toy at him, and he goes, "I'm Batman." <laughs> yeah. That, that's yeah. uh. That's Kevin Conroy. That's the voice of animated oh, Batman. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Oh wow! So they got him into the studio to deliver this one line. <laughs> Just one line. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm Batman.
0: <laughs>
1: it was so oh, good. Okay. It was So uh, I took a moment there. I'm like, was that Kevin Codroy? It was. Wow. So Man. this
3: this is a reverse Odin situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where they call him in to deliver one line.
1: Uh, I'm sure he. I'm sure he was absolutely pleased to do it because uh, by all accounts he's a great guy and loves loves yeah. doing the work.
3: I think if I played and had the opportunity to play such like an iconic character, I would jump at any opportunity to do something like that. Oh, absolutely. I think
1: I, I've I've heard him in an interview. He's mentioned that um, after 9/11, he just kind of quietly vol- volunteered. He volunteered in like a like a tri- like a, uh, a kitchen that was feeding okay. like the first responders. Oh wow! wow. And uh, like everybody was like super sad, and it was like really chaotic, chaotic, and depressing and uh, mm-hmm. the, manag- the manager there was trying to perk up all like the firefighters and police officers. He's like, guys, you wouldn't believe it, but we've got Batman in the kitchen right now. Like, get <laughs> out of here. And then Kevin Conway from the kitchen is just like, I am the night. I am darkness. I am Batman. And they're like, holy shit, it's fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> it's Batman. It's Batman. Oh, my. I would bleed? do that. I would do that all the time, dude. <laughs> non-stop yeah. uh, such an iconic character uh, such an iconic voice mm-hmm. but the, just a the little little side Kevin Conroy clip there he's still doing it they've mm-hmm. got a few different actors now that are kind of starting to take over but he still does uh, Batman for uh, the video games as well as some of the animated movies and uh, cartoons wow
3: it's not bad that, dude not yeah. bad
0: like mark hamill does joker obviously but there was a scene where he was voicing like four of the villains at the same time <laughs> That was
2: kind of funny <laughs> uh, yeah
1: he's yeah. Uh, that man's got talent yeah <laughs> absolutely he also had full voice actor bod before before star wars they had to lose a lot of weight for that. <laughs>
0: uh, obviously, when the only thing you move is your voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I guess I'll give my closing thoughts on the movie. I don't know great. if there's much else to talk about. That yeah. and then rating. Uh, um, yeah. F- fun movie. Definitely recommended to kids. Uh, <laughs> <The> horrific <laughs> violence is exactly what every child needs some great comedic elements uh lots of little has a nice little emotional core Mm -hmm. it's a little bit uneven uh you can see some of the experience showing but overall it's a fun movie i would probably give this uh you know i'll give it i'll give it it five suicide squads okay five suicide squads Okay,
3: okay i guess for me i'd say six and a half suicide squads six and a half okay yeah six and a half because i think that of all the dc movies this is like of the newer dc movies i think that this is probably my favorite yeah okay so not exactly like the strongest but i think for what it is it's really impressive and it's like a gold star amongst the sea of garbage, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. It's the shining
1: turd yeah. in the sea of turds. <laughs> it's,
3: <yeah. laughs> exactly. It's been polished uh, super hard into
0: that ball, you know, the Japanese turd polishing to turn it yeah. into a perfect sphere.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like the aluminum tinfoil balls. Yeah, that yeah, exactly make. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Except they do it with one turd of those. Or dirt.
1: <laughs> they did it on Mythbusters, by the way. They proved that you can, in fact, polish a turd. Really, that's uh, amazing. Yeah. People do it, yeah.
3: Um, All right, we should just title this episode yeah. "The Polish turd.
0: P- Polished <laughs> Turd." Polished turd? Ah, that's <laughs> that's too mean. It's more. It's better than a polished turd. It's though. better
3: than
1: a. I think
0: Justice yeah. League is a polished turd. Justice this one's League. <laughs> oh, I think it's pretty good too. All right, we'll get into that though. You that know what? Yeah? I think
1: I'm gonna revise my my score. I think yeah. I'll give yeah. it a six. I'll give it a six. Six. Okay. 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 Ones. Yeah, I think it's, that's fair. It's a little bit better than perfectly average.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I thought... I'm going to give it a 7, by the way. 7 Suicide Squads. Okay, okay. We have to clarify that so people don't think we're rating it like out of 10 or something. Oh, yeah, absolutely
3: not. Yeah, our
0: scale is special. It has no maximum and it has no minimum.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Our minimum is Suicide Squad.
0: Yeah, our minimum is Suicide Squad. You're right. But it's like very low. It's like negative infinity. Infinity, question mark. Yeah, question mark. Uh, I, I highly recommend this movie. I think this movie gives me hope. In that DC can actually make decent movies. I wouldn't say good movies quite yet. Decent movies. I think if they grow these directors and um, give them support instead of trying to micromanage them, uh, you can see fantastic things happen here. Because Shazam was delightful. It's a very mm-hmm. solid film, and if you give them all of the DC universe to work with, you're you're gonna have endless possibilities.
1: Yeah, they, they got a they got a deep roster.
0: Yeah, they do, and you don't have to go deep in the superhero stuff because what people want to see are relatable characters with a little bit of superhero sprinkling on the top, you know. Because at the in the end of the day, regardless of what superpowers they have, you want to be able to relate to these people. And for Shazam! After all the terribleness that was Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman. You finally found a movie where like, I can relate to these characters on some level. I can relate to the things happening on some level. And that's why I think this movie is highly recommendable. (laughs) Especially to children.
3: (laughs) Especially to children. Especially to kids. Yeah. Especially to kids. Life is rough. little Jimmy. Yeah
0: little jimmy jimmy let's take
1: little take little jimmy four or five year old jimmy and be like this is what happens when you rip somebody's
0: head off jimmy yeah and throw them through a window (laughs) that's right they die yeah they die
2: (laughs) this is what Uh, happens
0: when uh, your parents think you're going to be a failure you just end up uh trying to be the super villain and kill everyone (laughs)
1: yeah don't be mean to your kids
0: yeah don't be mean to your kids (laughs) that's right jimmy Jimmy Olsen, he just grows up and then he turns into a CIA agent and dies a meaningless <laughs> death.
1: As a quick side note, uh, yeah. if you enjoyed this movie, one that you should be looking out for in the future, I don't, I haven't heard any news in a bit. But Booster Gold. <laughs> so <it's gone> too. <laughs> no, no, no. Booster Gold was supposedly in production, what? and When's it's that? he's a similar sort of kind of goofy hero. Uh, okay, uh, well, well, has has a bit of a context. Booster Gold. Is he's literally just a guy? He's just some guy, but he's from the space future, and he steals a set of power armor and goes back in time so he can be famous. (laughs) That's that's his whole. That's his whole bit. It's it's really. I like this already. Yeah, and his character is just like a massive idiot, and he's constantly fucking up, and it's it's kind of fun. Mm, Okay. He's he's like he's like a like a running joke. (laughs)
0: Uh, i'm looking forward to that movie then
1: yeah like for example to 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 show you where he stands in dc uh when superman fought doomsday uh, booster gold's contribution was to get the shit kicked out of him and then punched
0: into space and that's (laughs) that's what he did oh he's kind of like team rocket in pokemon then
1: yeah he got punched into space and then superman catches him and he's like bro what (laughs) what is odd (laughs) and Booster Girl's like Ugh, doomsday <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was Booster Gold <laughs> okay that's his contribution to DC so you can you can be cautiously optimistic about that
0: uh there's a Star Girl TV yeah, we'll show see. coming out
3: a what girl TV show Star Girl Star Girl yeah uh, uh Starfire
1: who, who? Who no, that? Star Girl, F- Star Girl. I don't even know who that is.
0: Um, yeah, I don't know who that is. M- m- she's like female Captain America, but she's a wizard. Okay.
1: What? Whatever. Oh, okay, okay. No, I remember now. <laughs> yeah. DC has some of the best and some of the worst heroes and villains, <laughs> <laughs> like Tigress and Captain Freeze Guy, Captain Cold.
2: Captain Freeze Guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like
3: Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: Uh, no, 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 no. That's a completely different character. Okay. Uh, Mr. Freeze. About Captain Cold? Yeah, Captain Cold, the Flash yeah. villain. He's like yeah. Mr. Freeze, oh. but but a little bit crappier in every way. He, he, he just, just got has a cold gun. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he just got an ice gun. He's wearing like a parka and he looks super goofy.
2: Yeah. <gasps> Wait,
3: he's in... A, he's in the Injustice TV game. Show? He, he, uh, he's... What?
0: He's in The Flash. He's also in uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. He's uh, the like old yeah. guy. His brother is a hot guy, <laughs> fire just guy. Just a fire, yeah, fire yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I actually like the TV series. They're they're like crappy in a Legends way I can appreciate.
3: And like Arrow and Flash, the TV shows. Yeah,
0: dude, they were they were good until they got real bad to the point where it's just like garbage now. But yeah,
3: yeah, I enjoyed. Like early Flash and early, early Arrow. Yeah, we're really good.
0: Yeah.
1: The yeah. Uh, the crossover episodes were the best for me. Oh. then it's kind uh, of fun and refreshing.
0: Like yeah, you, yeah. It's fun and refreshing, but at that point it was getting pretty bad, though. That's when I stopped. It was
2: getting watching. stale. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, the crossover episodes are always fun because the yeah. characters get to interact in new ways. Yeah. Like, uh, that's true. Uh, when, when Flash jumps into Supergirl's world. And he's like, man, I need like 10, 20,000 calories a day. Do you, guys, do you guys want to go get some ice cream? He's like, they're like, hell yeah. And he just runs out and grabs a bunch of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. We get to have yeah, fun with fun. it. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably wrap that here. Yeah,
0: let's wrap that there. Yeah. Uh, okay, we got Barry giving a six. Isaiah a 6.5. I, I, and I gave it a seven. We all can recommend this movie. Well, this has been episode 11 and a bit on Shazam. Thank you for listening in. Write to us at pointyhatcast at com and catch us next time on the Pointy Hatcast.
1: Thanks for dropping. Guy- bye, guys. <laughs> Stay pointy. Stay,
0: Stay pointy. pointy. <laughs>